Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to Two Dudes and a Nest. This is our first episode and, uh, you know, we just decided we have a Nintendo over here. We got two dudes. We decided we're just going to play some Nintendo games. So each episode we're going to talk about a Nintendo game and uh, today's episode is going to be about Super Mario Brothers. With me, I have Justin, my friend Justin. I'm Michael, by the way, I guess. I just assumed that everybody recognized my voice. I'm so famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. Anyway, we're actually from the Retro Thought Pod, so if you followed us over from there, God bless you, because uh, you know that's an abomination over there. Yeah, if you, uh, if you listened to that and you thought this was going to be good, then wow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, before we get started, we're going to have a guest on today. We're just kind of waiting on him to call in. Um I don't want to spoil any surprises, so let's just give it a few minutes and uh, you know, see if we can see if he'll call us. He's supposed to, he said he would call us right about now, so uh yeah, he's... Oh, oh, that's there him. He is. Uh hello. Uh is this uh, who I think it is? Hello. <laughs> all right. Hello, Mario. Mario. <laughs> yeah. Hey. All right. All right. So Mario, um, how's it going over there? And I guess you're living in Italy now. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't okay. like Italy. Okay. <laughs> I think he's in the Mushroom Kingdom, right? Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, are you, are you retired now? Are you still working on some projects with Nintendo? What's going on over there in Mario's world? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I know the uh, Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, I know that there's a time difference, Mario. But uh, if you could just stay, stick with us there for a second, just uh, okay. for a few questions. Okay. okay, so Appreciate you're back that. away. Okay. okay, okay. All right. So uh, Mario, 
again, uh, you working on any new projects with Nintendo? Uh, maybe a new game for the, uh, I think, for the Wii U? Nintendo! Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you like Nintendo, I know. What, but what about games? You got any games? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, since this episode is about the original Super Mario, let's, let's go back to your time. That was uh, 28 years ago. Um what was that like going through your first adventure? You're just a plumber, and all of a sudden you're saving a princess, you're fighting dragons and big talking mushrooms. Tell us about that. Okie dokie. It was just okie dokie. Just that's it. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> one question I think everybody has to ask Mario is how frustrating it was going through the seven first castles and uh, fighting the fake Bowsers and getting to some princess who says, oh, she's you're, the princess you're looking for somewhere else. Um, how, did you, how did you have the tenacity to keep that up and not just give up? Okay. <laughs> Deep in thought. Okay. Well, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, okay, Mario. What I want to know... Um, what about your brother? I mean, you kind of give him like a, a bum rap. You leave him out of most of the games and uh, just... Luigi! Yeah, yeah, Luigi. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know his name. Surely you know his name. Um, what about leaving him out of things? Is that not cool? That's not cool to me. It's me, Mario! Yeah? I mean, is it all about you? Is that what you're trying to say? That that's a little ego maniacal, don't you think, there, Mario? It's me, Mario. <laughs> right, you're Mario. Yeah, we get it. Um, <laughs> Mario, I got a feeling that you don't really understand what we're asking you. Um, I just uh, let's go. Let's, let's go. go where? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, okay, Mario. I think we're just gonna have to. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to end this. Uh, thanks for calling in and all, yeah. but uh, you know. So long, okay, we're not yeah. Bowser. Oh, yeah. that, maybe that's it. Maybe he just thinks we're Bowser or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Mario, yeah. just it's nice talking to you. See you later. Ah! Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> well, not the best interviewee. Either Mario, there's either there's maybe a language barrier there, or Mario's just an idiot. Well, he's maybe he's getting Alzheimer's. How old is he now? He was probably well, like 30 yeah, yeah. 28 years ago, right? Yeah. Well, that's still young for Alzheimer's. I think he early onset. Well, you know, he spent. Let's see, he's Italian, and he spent most of his time in Japan. So maybe he doesn't really speak a lot of English. Just uh, Japanese and uh, Italian. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we can talk about the game then, since we spent a little bit of time or wasted a little bit of time with Mario. Uh, yeah. Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit about the game, a little background on it? I'm sure everybody knows well, about it already, but maybe you got uh, you pulled out a little something that we don't know yet. Well, you know, the Super Mario Brothers is one of the most famous games probably ever. Uh, really revolutionized gaming as well as. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, it was originally released in Japan for what was called the Family Computer. Now, if anybody, most people probably don't know that. 
that the original Nintendo Entertainment System was called the Family Computer in Japan. Uh, thank God they changed the name before they brought it over to America. Can you imagine what uh, Americans would think of that name? Oh, the Family Computer. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, uh, not sold as much. Um, so it was released on September 13, 1985, and then um, later for the Nintendo Entertainment System, also in 1985, and then didn't come out in Europe until 87. Um, it was uh, obviously highly influential. It popularized the side-scrolling genre, which that was pretty much all Nintendo had. Most of the games are all side-scrolling genre, and even the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. They all modeled that. Um, IGN, which most people listening to this broadcast probably know who IGN is, um, poll, they did a poll in 2005, and it was named the greatest game of all time. And It was also the, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but wasn't it also like the number one selling game for yes. like 20 years or something? Yes, yeah, that's, yeah, that was my next uh, point here is it sold enormously well and was the best selling game of all time for approximately three decades. Wow. You know what took the title, though? I was actually surprised. Wii Sports? What? Yes, Wii Sports. <laughs> I was... Uh, that is surprising. Uh, I mean, that's... I mean, I guess Wii Sports all of a sudden was marketed to not just gamers, but everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why, but, I mean, you compare the two games. Wii Sports is fun. Don't get me wrong. I like bowling and whatnot, but mm -hmm. I, would, I would take Mario any day, but... Oh, yeah. And, and does, does... I don't know. Does that count pack-ins? Do you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because I mean, Mario was a pack-in, and so was Wii Sports. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. You would think it probably does. Yeah. It wouldn't be fair if they didn't. Because right. most people probably got Super Mario Brothers because it was a pack-in. I know I did. Yeah, I did I got too. My original Nintendo. Uh, I got Mario and Duck Hunt together, but. We, that's what's funny is uh, it was actually paired with Duck Hunt. Uh, don't see that nowadays. Two games coming in one. Yeah, You're not I'm, getting more bang for your buck nowadays. No. I know uh, I have the actual Super Mario Brothers cart that's not mm -hmm. the pack-in cart, and that's kind of my go-to. I like playing it instead of, uh, instead of playing it with Duck Hunt. I don't know yeah. if it's rare. It's probably not rare or anything, but I just really like having the Mario-only cart. I think it's cool. Yeah. I like, I remember, I never had the Mario Only cart, and um, I just like when you put it in, and then the it comes up scrolling, and you chose either Super Mario Brothers at the top, and then if you push down, you know, you had Mario, like, walking in place, yeah. and then you push down, and it was a duck. It turned into a duck. Yeah. Duck count. Well, yeah. I mean, that kind of gave me the idea that I was going to get to be the duck. Yeah. But now. So I didn't know shooting the duck. <laughs> Poor ducks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, let, I, the director, producer, and was Shigeru Miyamoto. I don't know. I probably butchered that name. No, you, I think you, you get pretty close. I don't. I'm not even going to make an attempt myself. But he's the he's like Mr. Nintendo. He's done all the games. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. done like the Zeldas, and he's done all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is basically the only reason Nintendo is what it is today. So I hope he gets paid bukus of money to be who to be himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a little bit about him. Uh, 
born in 1952, so he was actually pretty, I mean, he wasn't that old when he was designing these games. Uh, probably like our age now, like 30. Yeah. Um, oh, don't say that. I'm only 28. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm creeping up on 30, so... Um, and, yeah, he is called the father of modern video gaming. Um, so, yeah, he joined cool. Nintendo in 1977, and uh, he was only 25 years old at that point. So, Ooh. I know... Uh, 61 now. The, the actual game... Talking about the actual game itself, I know... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading through the Wikipedia, and some of the cool... Some cool things that I noticed, or just reading through when you're talking about the game itself, is... Uh, like the, the, they were talking about the level design and how mm-hmm. the level design was like the first couple levels was was designed to teach you mm-hmm. about the game. Like for mm-hmm. instance, the Goombas and the mushrooms almost look identical, but in yeah. order to teach you how, that the mushrooms are good, they designed that first mushroom where it's almost impossible to keep from getting it. Yeah, because it go yeah. it it goes and it hits like the the pipe and then comes right back at you. And like, there's almost no way to avoid it. Right. So yeah. it's like, oh, I, this is that, good. That is interesting. And, you know, they had to do that. It's not like today where you can pick up a video game and everybody can just, you know, kind of knows how to play a video game. Back then, that was a strange world. Yeah. Um, so the only way you could figure it out would be to look at the book or something. Which right. they all came with books right. back then. But if you didn't have the book, it was just trial and error mostly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that first Goomba still gets me from time to time. I gotta be. That's embarrassing. It but. is pretty embarrassing. I, same thing happens to me, especially when I'm trying to be fast and like I run yeah. and I just run right into. Him. Yeah, you it's jump. Like, you time the jump too late. Just yeah. Just them. face plant the Goomba. Yeah. So let's talk about the bad guys. So, uh, so we had the Goombas. Remember. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. Koopa Troopas. Yeah. You had two different yeah. colors, two Koopa Troopas, and I could never remember if they were. The same or different. I looked. I looked back at the manual, right, to see if there was, a, and it, it separates them in the manual. The green one it says something about uh, this is the foot soldier of the Koopa Kingdom or something, but then yeah. the red one says this one's a scaredy cat or something. So I, I I wanted to go back and play. I haven't had a chance to go back and play it since I read the manual because I just read it last night. Yeah. But I wanted to go back and see if like the red ones try to run away from you or something. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. Like, if you look at all the uh, the villains, and they're all pretty much the same, but with like minor uh, differences. Like, some of the Koopa Troopas had um, wings, and right. they couldn't really fly. They just bounced higher. They just like they bounced. Kind of like basically. a chicken. Like when chickens fly, yeah. they just kind of fly up in the air and come right back down. Right. Um, and then the ones that I hated was the hammer throwers. Oh, those were definitely the worst. The worst one of the whole game is the one at, on 8-4. Mm-hmm. Right after you come out of that pipe, right before you go to Bowser. He's right. just the absolute worst spot, period. Yeah, and uh, having to time that. And then Bowser even starts throwing hammers at, event, at some of the levels. He does it early on. But in the later levels, he does. And he doesn't just throw a couple. He throws, like, 50 all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, um, and then the other one, remember the guys that were, like, just... It was basically, like, some kind of creature in a helmet. Yeah. Remember those? I don't um, know. I always thought of those kind of like a black armadillo or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because they were and like turtles, but they were impervious to fireballs. Yeah. So. And, of course, you always have the dilemma of when you kill one of those guys, or a Koopa Troopa, if you accidentally kick it and you're in close, quarter, uh, close quarters, you're screwed. That thing's that that shell's gonna kill you. Yeah, I, I know that. I, I know they always like to place the uh, the one ups in between two pipes with mm-hmm. some kind of a Koopa Troopa there or something, so that uh, if you accidentally screw up, that thing just bounces back and forth, back and forth. Well, and, you know, my my grandmother actually taught me this trick, and I don't know how she figured it out, but uh, in level three, I can't really remember. You remember at the end of the, the, the levels, there was the big stairs that you had to climb. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't three. It was, yeah, it was one of the levels uh, where you get to the end, and there's a Koopa Troopa coming down the steps. And if you time it just right, and you kill it, and you keep it on like the third step, and you start bouncing on that shell, yep. and it will give you like, you could just do it over and over, and it just keeps giving you one-ups. Yeah, infinite one-ups. And actually, yeah. another thing, back to talking about the development, they actually designed that into the game. Yeah. But they didn't expect anybody to be able to figure it out. Yeah. So well, my grandmother cool. did. But <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I can't remember if I figured it out myself. I think somebody probably had to tell me, but once I found out about it, yeah. I, I remember using it. Speaking of the end of the levels, is it true or not? Can you jump over the flag? I've never been able to do it. I've never I've been never able to, it. but I know it's like a rumor that you can jump over the flag. Well, here's something that I didn't know, and this was actually just on the Wikipedia page. For, uh, have you ever heard of the Minus World? Yes, and actually I heard about it because uh, somebody on one of the pages or something mentioned it when we put up mm-hmm. for feedback. Somebody mentioned it, and I thought, I've never even heard of this. So I went back right. to look it up. And I looked it up, and then I even tried to get to it, and I just couldn't figure out how to make the glitch work. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I've never done it, but uh, that was something that I thought I knew just about everything about that game, but apparently not. Apparently, the Minus World is <clears throat> a, is an impossible to beat level because mm-hmm. you swim. It's a swim. It's a swimming level, mm-hmm. and you swim to the end. <clears throat> and you know, on all the swimming levels, you have to go through a pipe at the end. Mm-hmm. And then it spits you out to the flag. Well, on this one, you go in the pipe and it just spits you out at the first, back at the first pipe. So it's just a continual loop. Oh wow! So you can never ever beat it unless you. The only way to either turn the game off or lose all your lives and you start back from the beginning. Well, it uh, it says that the it, it's water levels and they are the identical to World Seven Two and Two Two. I don't understand how they can be identical to both worlds, but uh, I don't know. I guess are they the same? Are seven two and two two the same layout or something? They might be. They're both water worlds, and I'm looking at the layouts right here. They actually are the same layout. Are they both water worlds? <clears throat> yep, they're both water worlds. Well, I just and, wonder because I was looking. It says it's identical to World two two and seven two, but in but in an underwater setting. So I don't know. if... Yeah, it's they're both water world. No, I don't know. Uh, the, the only difference is seven two just has more villains. It looks like hmm. to where two two has. So let's talk about us playing the game. 
I know right. I once I figured out the warps, I rarely played all the way through, but I do remember mm-hmm. playing all the way through. And my biggest disappointment about using the warps is my favorite level. It's I think it's like stage six something. It's like the mm-hmm. snow level. I always like yeah. it's like a, it's, yeah, I think it may be nighttime and snowy or something. Right. I, always just, I love world, that level. World six is all <clears throat> nighttime and appears to be snow. Uh, six three is all white. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. I think. Yeah. So Where, I missed that level. Yeah. Using the warps, but. Yeah. Well, the the warps certainly spoiled us. Um, because the game became certainly a lot easier with the warps. And if you try to play even now, like if you try to play all the way through, sometimes I don't. I just have a hard time beating it. You go all yeah. the way through. Well, you get so used to the <clears> level <throat> that the warps mm-hmm. give you, you know, and you just forget how to play the other ones. Right. I mean, I know yeah. I've beat it in the past by playing all the way through. Actually, John from Retro Thought Pod and I, we a few years back decided to play all the Mario's through every single level. So we, I remember playing the first one just a few years ago, but yeah, it's definitely not as easy as uh, playing it with the warps. Right, right. I like, the, I like the underwater levels, but I'll tell you what I didn't like. The levels that I hated was 2-3 and 7-3. And what those levels were was the ones with the jumping fish. I hated oh, those, those jumping fish. I like those, actually, where you have to run across the bridges and stuff. Yeah, I hated that because those jumping fish, they cheat. I swear <laughs> they cheat. It's like they know where you're going to be. and they just it, Sometimes those flying fish, they just hit you at the right angle, and it doesn't matter what you're doing, you're dead. Yeah. I've found that it feels to me like if you never quit running, then the fish yeah. are always just a little bit behind you or in front of you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind the. Fish. One of my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite levels though is the four two where you got the guy trying to drop those. Uh, no, it's four one. Sorry, where the guy's trying to that's in the cloud. Dropping the, the spiky uh, guys on you. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I just ran through it, and he's just like tracing you, trying to keep up, and he's still throwing the guys, but it doesn't matter because they're all behind you. Yeah, he's just sprinting through it. I know, uh, I, I think it's 4-1, or maybe it's one of the eight levels, but there's that part where there's a pipe, and there's a little mm-hmm. bitty gap, and then there's a little spot to land on, then another little bitty gap, and oh, a jump. Yeah. For the longest time, when I was growing up and playing it, that was the hardest part to me, because I would try to, like, because you can't make that final big jump without a running shot. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'd have to, like, I would try to jump down off the pipe and land on the one, and then land on the other one, and then jump. Yeah. Well, Recently, when I've been playing, I've found that if you just run off the pipe, mm-hmm. you you naturally just if you like hold the B button and run off the pipe, you land on that last right. spot and then you jump immediately and you'll just make it across the gap. I've never yeah. had a problem since. That's the way I've always done it. Yeah. Um, it just took me forever to figure it out for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I hate that jump too, because um, yeah, it's it's very frustrating. But yeah, you just gotta you just gotta make the leap. It's a leap of faith for sure. Right, right. And any of those that have a small gap, you can run across. I didn't. I never really realized that for yeah. the longest time. You know, eight two is actually a free level if you know where the one up is early in the in the level. Yeah, like as long as you bounce die. off the you bounce off the trampoline thing. Yeah, as long as you don't die in the first little bit, then and you get that one up, 
then it's basically a free level. Um, and that brings up another bad guy that was in that level. Um, the bullets? The bullets. Ugh. The yeah, the bullets. bullets. Yeah, I almost find it easier to stay small on the bullet levels because there's so yeah. many of them that shoot low to the ground, that shoot over mm-hmm. Mario's head if he's small. Right. That if you stay small, I mean, you risk dying at any hit, but if you stay small, then a lot of them just go over your head if you stay on the ground. Right. But the only thing is, is it's so sweet to get to 8-4 and, and still be able to be fireball throwing. Yeah, that's true. Mario. Uh, I mean, it's really almost unfair because you get to that last hammer thrower <laughs> yep. that is, is, you know, that frustrates you on so many levels, and all you got to do is just throw a fireball and kill him. Yeah, you can actually kill Bowser with fireballs. Yeah, I know. Can, I just, can you do it on the last one? Or? I didn't know you. Yeah, could do it on you the can last do one. it. Maybe not. I thought you could. No, you probably uh, can. I just I've rarely make it to the last Bowser without. I mean, with yeah. fireball. So yeah, I never really get to try. You get more. I think you get more points actually if you kill him with a fireball. Do you really? I know you don't. I I don't really keep point scores in Mario. I should. We should have a point contest. Yeah. I know we I know we decided to have a little bit of a speed run contest, you and I, but yeah. we should do a point contest sometime because I've never really thought about keeping score. I've always just tried no, to get I, through get through as quickly as possible. Right. Yeah, that would uh, that would make it advantageous to uh, go through the whole game, not yep. just go through the warps. Yeah it would. So um I guess we can just talk let's talk about our our speed runs. Mm-hmm. I know I, I, have, I haven't been able to do another one since the last time we did this, so I'm going to hold on yeah. to my score of seven minutes, fifty nine seconds, and four milliseconds. I guess it is. Yeah. So I'm clinging uh, to that. Yeah, I never did get. Uh, I think my last was like ten minutes and something. I think your first one was like 11 minutes and something, and then I beat that with like 10 minutes and something, and then I never, uh, I, I never got it under the, I never beat your last one, the seven minutes. That's that's gonna be hard. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I got I got really lucky. The funny thing is, and when I was trying to get that seven minute, and or we'll call it eight minutes because it's almost eight minutes. When I was trying to get that eight minute time, mm-hmm. my Nintendo is kind of dirty. <laughs> and my games are kind of dirty, so it reset on me about three or four times before I finally made it to the end. Yeah. One of those times, I was at like six minutes and something, no joke, and I was on the 8-4, and I was about to try to go underneath the hammer guy, mm-hmm. and it reset. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of reset, that was one thing, the easily accessible and easily pushable reset button on the Nintendo. Somebody could just be a jerk, and <laughs> hit reset, and the game resets right to the beginning. Just your your dad's walking by, he's like, "Hey, check this out." Boop. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, you're maybe maybe that was for parents. Maybe like like back then they put that on there, like in case your kid's giving you lifts. Like, hold on, I'm trying to beat this game. And it's like, no, you're coming to dinner now. Like, nope. Boop. Hit the button. <laughs> now let's see you beat the game. <laughs> uh, but, parents can be so mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, as far as the speed runs, I'm going to continue, and I, I encourage our listeners to uh, to get out there and see if you can get a, a good speed run. Yeah, I mean, I actually yeah. uh, I set us up a 
on the Retro Junkies um, page in mm-hmm. the forums, there's a spot where you can do high scores mm-hmm. called leaderboards, and I set us up one for Super Mario Brothers. So if anybody wants to try to compete, yeah, and I, my time's up. If anybody else wants to put their time up, go on to the Retro Junkies forums and sign up and post a screenshot of your time. Or you can email it to I guess you can I guess you can email it to uh, Retro Thought Pod. So mail at retrothought.com. You can email a screenshot to there and we'll get it posted up. But I'm sure there's somebody out there that can beat my eight minute time. I mean the re- record's like yeah. five minutes. It's of course I'd, yeah, I anybody who, if anybody can who, if there's anybody who can beat uh, I think his name his YouTube name is Andrew G. But if there's anybody that can beat his time, then I'll send you a gold medal or something. Just send me a screenshot of proving, or a video. If you're going to do that, send me a video of you playing the game, and I will send you a gold medal, solid gold. We'll forge it ourselves. Yeah, forging your solid gold medal. I guess let's, yes. do, a qu- let's do a couple quick feedbacks before we finish it up here. Okay. Uh, we did get a few people talking about the game. Chad from the Retro Junkies said, uh, First game I ever owned... I got this with my Nintendo Action Set when I was a kid. I remember my dad playing it for the first time. He used to jerk the controller to make him jump. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He, remembers, remember, yeah. he remembers doing speed runs, but only trying to get as far as possible with no warps and without dying. Yeah. I, and I remember that, like, uh, when people would... Uh, my, my grandmother used to do it. My grandmother, in case you haven't noticed, my grandmother played Mario. There was a few games that she played. She played Mario, she played Tetris, she played Pac-Man. Uh, but she would actually like hold the controller way over when she was making the big jumps. <laughs> and, like, like that was gonna help. With, I think uh, it, that must be an adult thing. Yeah, adults back in the day, because <laughs> my my dad did the same thing. And anybody, any adult, my grandfather, he played video games. He, he always did the same thing too. It's almost <laughs> like uh, if he wanted Mario to run faster. He would, like, turn the controller <laughs> sideways <Yeah. laughs> to see if it would make him run faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has got to work. This has got to work. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Aaron Hickman. This is the guy that uh, got me looking up Minus World. He says, I would get so creeped out by Minus World for some reason. It was one of those weird feelings when I was seven, like this is something that should not exist. <laughs> <laughs> like discovering it and saying, oh... You, should you even be in this? Have I ruined the game? Have I broke it? If you're a kid and you find this, you almost think, am I the only one that found this? Is is, yeah. is this just in my game? Is somebody trying to mess with me? <laughs> and you can't wait to tell your friends, guess what I found. Yeah. You're not going to believe it. Let's see, yeah. Robert Ferguson, who I believe is from, and Robert, if I get this wrong, I'm sorry. I believe he's from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. But he says, I've yet to finish the game. I've gotten to 8-4, I think, but I've never able to beat it. I've tried many times, um, but uh, between wanting to finish the whole game and taking the warp pipe, I stink at video games. Come on, Robert. you got to step up the game a little bit. Yeah, well, he's Atari man. You know, He plays Atari games. Uh, but I, to, give him some, to give him some credit, it takes a while to figure out 8-4. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of you got to figure out the right pipes and the all puzzle. That stuff. Yeah, it's a puzzle. It is a another, puzzle. There was a few other dungeons that were like that. You had to like jump on the right level, 
or the level repeats itself. And, uh, you know, my, my dad actually brought this point up to me, and I always said, because I, I remember always saying, why is 8-4 so easy? It's so easy. And, you know, it's like you'd think the last level is going to be hard, except for that last hammer thrower. And my dad was like, well, look, you get like 300 seconds to figure it out. If it's the first time you've ever played it, it's going to be really hard to do that in the amount of time because the yeah. level keeps repeating itself if you don't do it correctly. Right. So. so. Okay. Well, I guess what, what we're going to do every episode also, by the way, is as our outro music, we're going to do sounds and music from the next game that we're going to talk about. But we're not going to reveal it. We're just going to let whoever listens to the first episode try to guess it. And, well, also, because we haven't decided yet, I'm going to add it in after that. <laughs> so, okay. so, anyways, here we go. Here comes the game for next week. Or not next week. I don't know when the next time. Next time, because we're probably not going to record next week. But, uh, anyways, here you go. Take a guess, everybody. Send your guess to Facebook or whatever, and we'll congratulate you on the next episode. See you, everybody. <laughs>